So Heath, what's your midichlorian level? <laughs> um, what's a good midichlorian yeah. level? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Look at the average. Um, uh, how many midichlorians? Wow, you know that's out there. All right, the math on like Jedi midichlorian levels. How many midichlorians? Oh wait, I got confused. I thought that was a Scientology thing for a second. Oh, oh no, that's, that's thetans. Uh, thetans. thetans. And thetans are bad. Midichlorians like mm. let you use the force or something. <laughs> How many midichlorians does Jar Jar Binks have? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see. It's it's one million <laughs> nanograms of midichlorians per milliliter of blood, <laughs> which is a high. This is on Star Wars Universe 2.tripod.com slash ID9.html. Okay. Star Wars Universe. Let's see. <clears throat> Midichlorian count list for the major Star Wars characters. Anakin Skywalker slash Darth Vader, 27,700. Darth Sidious, mm -hmm. 20,500. Yoda, seventeen thousand seven hundred. Small Luke, time. Luke and <laughs> jump. Luke Skywalker, fourteen thousand five hundred. Leia Organa Solo, fourteen thousand five hundred. Uh, Anon Jertis. <laughs> <laughs> you all know the beloved character. Anon household name Anon Jertis. Anon Jertis. I was watching Judge Judy the other day, and, a and Anon Turtis was trying to sell me a reverse mortgage. I know that guy. C.C. Uh, Denawai. <laughs> the other, the most the, the powerful, other one, the most powerful female Jedi of all time has thirteen thousand seven hundred. Uh, so now, now Leia was up there though. Mm -hmm. Let's see. Nebar Foxes. <laughs> Has ten thousand four hundred. Good for Nebar Foxes. He kind of uh -huh. came from nothing. It's yeah. a, he's got a great story. He's I gotta agree. Uh, Kit Fisto. Oh, we know Kit Fisto. Yeah. On it, we yeah. Breaking away from the bit, we've heard of Kit Fisto mm -hmm. with the tentacle dreadlocks. Oh, that one. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. Jorus Kabouth. <laughs> ten thousand three hundred fifty. <laughs> That's my father's name. Just call me Joris. Uh -huh. <laughs> Qui-Gon Jinn, 10,000. Average Jedi, 10,000. Wow. Average. Yeah, it's fucked up. <laughs> they cast Liam Neeson to play the average Jedi. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Amidala, 4,700. Mm. Chewbacca, 7,200. Excuse me? <laughs> The minimum to be considered for training as a Jedi is 7,000, which means... <laughs> that we didn't get the best version of this story. Yeah, we absolutely didn't. There could be... I mean, Imagine the size of the lightsaber Chewbacca could wield. It would be like a damn Claymore, right? Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Okay. Yeah. I'm with the nerds on this now. These movies yeah. suck. These movies suck. Uh, bring back the books. <laughs> <laughs> the books is the real movie. That's yeah. what I say. Welcome to the Praise Down. Uh, <laughs> a, a podcast about Christian music, mm -hmm. uh, if you can believe it. Yeah. <laughs> Have we talked about 
midi-chlorines for four minutes? Sure. Yeah, we definitely have one up to that. Mm -hmm. Uh, With us here today is a film composer. He's composing a score for the film Climate of the Hunter. He also teaches at ACM at UCO. It's Nick Poss. Hey, Nick. How's it going? Hey, doing good. Good. It's good to have you on. Yeah, I'm excited to be on. Yeah, I haven't seen you in a while. It's Uh, been a minute. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm happy you're back, back in my life. Um, (laughs) So... uh, do you want to talk about Climate of the Hunter for a second? Because that's... I, I, the title is gripping. Sure. Um, so it is the new movie that Mickey Reese, I believe he's been on your podcast before. Yes, he has. Yes, he has. Okay. Hello, so Mickey. It's, it's his new film. And yeah, I've been working on it. It's on my mind. I've been working on it all day. Ooh. So that's that. Just trying to find weird noises. You yep. know. What kind of... Now, have you tried eating chips into yeah. a microphone? Yeah, I want to no, hear yeah. about these noises you're looking for because, like, I mean, I think the two of us can make some very weird mm. noises. Yeah, let's yeah. let's workshop uh, some noises. <laughs> what are, what's just name one you need real quick, and we'll see if we can make it. We both went to the police academy. We're not cops, <laughs> like the the cool police academy. We'll fully work these noises for you. Um, just horror noises. Okay. So, terror. Mm-hmm. Like stress. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Good start. I think you're warming up, but clink clink. <laughs> <laughs> it's like something dropping. I I bet you can just like make something drop like mm-hmm. in another room. But um, yeah. So here's a spooky door creaking open. Wow. That's that a was a good one, too. That was very good. Yeah. That, that wasn't anything. Well. <laughs> now that we've solved all your problems. Yeah. Uh-huh. The creepiest part was I could just hear your mouth noises mostly. That oh, was the creepiest gross. part about your sound. Yo. Like fully ASMR. Who's oh, out there no. making a horror movie where all the sound effects are mouth noises? Because Whoa. that's that's true. That's a that's gotta be like a sensory nightmare for a mm. lot of people. <laughs> you know who should do that is Eric Wareheim. <laughs> He's the only guy qualified. Gross. Um, just make the new, just like reboot Police Academy and make it a horror franchise. <laughs> we'll call okay. it Police Academy colon Blue Lives Don't Matter. Yeah. <laughs> Blue Lives, we'll call it Police Academy. It'll be a real slasher kind of thing. It'll be called Police Academy Blue Lives Splatter. Whoa. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and all of the fully, and all of the sound effects are mouth ones. Yes. They're all mouth based. You know, M. Night Shyamalan could try it too. He's got nothing to lose at this point. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't take money from any studio. He can do whatever he wants. He's <laughs> the Robert Rodriguez of horror. Whoa! <laughs> Give me that M. Night Shyamalan kids franchise. Can you imagine? Yes. Mm, no? he tried. Oh shit! He did You're give it. Right. He did give it a shot. Oh. <laughs> he would have done so good with Spy Kids. Oh, oh yeah. wow! What? Yeah, and and M Night Shyamalan Spy Kids would have been very good. Uh, and M Night Shyamalan Ben Ten would be very good. <laughs> Incredibly, yeah. wow. So Nick, <laughs> hmm. let's just get into it. Yeah, uh, let's, let's get into it. the first segment, which is talking the walk. Talking the walk. Okay. Yeah. Let's. How's your walk with the Lord? Take um, us through it. Good, actually. Hey, wow! I do good. attend church. 
Good. Every Sunday. What church? Um, the parish. Good. Where I met you all. Yeah. Yes. So, um, still go there. Good. Um, I used to be a full-time worship leader. Mm-hmm. No longer. Are you like a part-time worship leader now? Part-time volunteer worship leader. Oh, nice. okay. kind of like a John Cena <laughs> up, up there. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, you come back, everybody's so, like very hyped. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's interesting. I'm like, hmm. I guess it's a different time in my life now because most, you know, before I, I have a family, a small family. Mm-hmm. So I'm approaching it a little bit differently um, as far as faith and thinking about how the world works. It's no longer just about me um, thinking about things. It's also about like, all right, how does this apply um, to my family? And like, ultimately, how do I, I don't know, just trying to see it through the lens of like passing that on to a little child, which is weird to think about. Yeah. I'm not qualified. So how is that? No one is. How has that like challenged your original um, thoughts and behaviors? Sure. Um, A lot. It's just, I think it's made me revisit a lot of the elemental things that maybe I like took for granted because when you have a little kid, you have to explain things like really simply. Yeah. Um, And so, yeah, it was interesting. I mean, recently, so my wife is also a worship leader. And so one Mm -hmm. Sunday morning I was watching our daughter and she was like, where's mommy? And I was like, she's leading worship. And she's two years old. My daughter is. And she said, not my wife. <laughs> my daughter Good. Is okay. <laughs> Just yeah, thank you for clarifying. <laughs> yeah. um, and, uh, but she asked me and she goes, what's worship? And I was like, oh, oh that's kind oh, of a difficult oh, question. Boy. Yeah. So, um, so it's almost like you're in this uh, sort of deconstructive period a right. little bit. But at the same time, you know, it's... Uh, you're thinking about the big picture, all the questions that you would normally think about when mm-hmm. you're um, just an individual. Mm-hmm. Um, but there is, there's like application in a much more urgent way, I guess, than I've experienced it before. That makes sense. Because what, when it comes to learning a lesson yourself, mm-hmm. you figure like, I'll get to it. I've got time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You got time. I can become a good person when I'm 50. Mm-hmm. But like, that's your kid. Right. And it's, I mean, um, so, I mean, and it's, it's not just about her, you know, it's, it's just made me think about things differently For sure. too. So it's yeah. not her fault. It, yeah. It sounds like you're saying you're just, you're just, uh, coming into this, uh, way of thinking where you're thinking about other people in general way more. Sure. Yeah. And, and I, t- I understand that, you know, um, probably not like you do, but I get it. Uh, Mm -hmm. Maybe you do. I don't know. I was pretty selfish when I was just doing my thing. So makes sense. What, uh, what's your history with the church? Sure. Um, I grew up in a Christian home. Mm -hmm. Um, my mother was, uh, some kind of Protestant and my dad was Catholic. Mm -hmm. And so it was kind of like in between those two. Was that, was that, uh, was that difficult at times? Um, like I think it was just difficult figuring out like culturally, Mm -hmm. um, between those, uh, two denominations, like how did our family want to operate? Um, so, but I, I think that there was never any pressure 
that's good to go to like a Catholic church or a Protestant church. Did you just kind of? Uh, how did that work? Did you just decide where you wanted to go? Yeah. And... What What was the Sunday morning like? Mm-hmm. I moved around a lot when I was younger. Okay. So, um, typically a Sunday morning would be um, my mom and I visiting a church because my dad was traveling a lot on the weekends mm-hmm. for work stuff. Um, but then I'm, I've mostly lived in Oklahoma all my life. Okay. And so we, I grew up in Tulsa. And okay. um, yeah, I, after a while, I just found a group of friends that were going to a particular church and I went there. What church was that? Kirk of the Hills. That's right. We yeah. talked about this. Presbos. Yeah. Presbys. <laughs> and you called this uh you called this church Kirk of the Hills. Mm-hmm. Kirk of the Hills. Kirk mm. is a it's like an old Irish word, like Gaelic word that means church. Okay. Yeah. Mm. It sounded like a Mike Judge vehicle, which is why <laughs> Whoa, I Oh, it does. <laughs> hmm. With the protagonist Kirk Hills. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. And he says, darn it, Robert. <laughs> so what, what was Kirk of the Hills like? What was sort of the culture there? Um, it was, there was like half the church was very traditional for a Presbyterian church. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other half was split into like a more contemporary focus. Mm. Oh, was it like two services? Mm-hmm. The 1130 yeah. was so, the yeah. cool one? Old school, yeah, and then the hip one. Yeah. There was like coffee yeah. and hanging out. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. how Asbury was. Okay, and, right. Um, scarves and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Scarves weren't cool yet. No, this uh, we were discovering scarves. A decade before oh. scarves. <laughs> Our generation hasn't invented scarves yeah. at this point. Right. Yeah. <laughs> What um, what sort of kid stuff did you get into in the church? Like, did you like VBS or camps and stuff? Totally. I mean, um, I started playing music um, pretty young. I think I was like like fourteen or something like that. I started well, playing in bands. And what stuff. was the first thing you played? Ooh, bass. First yeah. thing I played was bass. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, and had a cool looking Spectre yeah. bass. Cool. That I saved up for. Badass. All right, very cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah super cool. My first, my first, the first cool instrument I played was bass. Okay. Yeah. What was the What, what was, was the, the first <laughs> instrument you played here? French horn. How long did you play it? Eight years. How were you at it? I was pretty good at it. Yeah. Oh well, I like. I mean, I like horn. Yeah, it, it's it's it, that horn. It's it's fine. <laughs> like it sounds pretty. The thing about French horn is like you you have so li- such limited crossover options. <laughs> Yeah. Like if I played a trumpet, I can, you know, go play jazz or like sure. be or like be in a ska band totally. or whatever. French horn, I can play in Neutral uh, Milk Hotel. I can play in orchestras <laughs> or the arcade fire. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, that's rough. Um but it's in a lot of film scores, so there's Yeah. That. I mean, it's it's a it's a real pretty instrument. Mm-hmm. Like I I I liked being good at it. It just didn't stick. Um, but so, uh, how long were you playing bass before you started like getting into worship bands and stuff? Mm, I don't, I, I actually didn't play bass before I started playing. I, I was a guitar player, um, when I moved to Oklahoma. So that's the first instrument you learned? That's the first instrument I learned. Yeah. Okay. Oh. okay. So okay. the first instrument I played with like a worship band was bass. Got it. Okay. So they like, that was more needed. Makes sense. And so. Um, yeah, I jumped in. Um, 
But yeah, I mean, when I was moving to Oklahoma, I was like super pissed about it. And we were moving from like God's country in Washington to where I'm just like run through the woods all day. Mm -hmm. And my dad was like, we're moving to Oklahoma. And I was like, oh, bummer. And he was like, but I'll get you guitar lessons. And I was like, okay, that kind of makes it better. Okay. So it was like, whatever, a deal or something. Move to the prairie, but you get to pick (laughs) up a guitar. Yeah. Okay. That's pretty good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's like the beginning to Dewey Cox also, right? Yeah. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. <laughs> so what was, your, uh, what was your experience sort of outside of music? Like, what were your mm-hmm. friends like? What did you get into? Totally. Um, so I was pretty active in the youth group there. Um, trying to think. So friends, what were they like? A lot of them played sports. Sure. Um, you know, classic middle school stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I mean, the general makeup of the church was more like probably upper middle class. Sure. Uh, um, prep, you know, it's, it's South Tulsa. Oh, totally. Prep yeah, for church. Sure. Yeah, it's no. South Tulsa. That's yeah. how Asbury was. Right. Was, we were the poorest people in that whole church. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, and it's it, it was kind of a weird, I mean, like, and I was like, I fit in there. It wasn't sure. like... Um, I wasn't a preppy kid yeah. or anything. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's um, it was just a typical upper middle class church in that way. Um, yeah, not a lot of diversity, not challenging in that sure. way. Where did you first? Where was the first place you found challenging? Hmm. Well, okay, and I actually, yeah. I actually said that. Like, it, there wasn't a lot of diversity in the church itself, but we did partner with other churches, like, yeah. in North Tulsa. Um, and so we would do, like, events together. Um, and, yeah, I mean, I think that that was challenging at first just because it was a whole new um, experience for me. For sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but really interesting. Like, a whole different... As somebody that played in the worship band, it was a whole different vocabulary that they were yeah. using and a whole different approach um, to that. So, but yeah, I, yeah. I guess that would be the first place that would be like challenging, but it wasn't sure. really that challenging. But like week, <laughs> week to week, it wasn't the sermons weren't, weren't blowing you away or something. Well, and you know, they, and I, I guess they were like, I'm really thankful for um, the older men in my life there because they were, like, trying to be pretty challenging, and a lot of, like, parents would tell them, like, hey, why don't you, like, taper down a little bit? We just want, mm-hmm. like, we want the students to be, like, good people and be have manners, but, you know, you don't need to be talking about, like, you know, economic things with them. Like, that's a little bit off the table. Got it. Um, yeah. I think when Francis Chan was talking about that a little mm-hmm. bit around that time, it became a little bit controversial, and that wasn't, like, mentioned to my memory in our church. But, um, yeah, if you're not familiar with that, oh man, I might be messing it up. Do you, can you fact check me? Yeah. Okay. So I, I don't know the story. Yeah. I believe in crazy love Francis Chan. I think it was that book or it may have been like in a post otherwise, like mm-hmm. he suggested like going beyond being rich and like giving money to people he was like, Hey, you probably don't need to make more than $60,000 a year. Nice. <laughs> I mean, yeah. And that's, cool. that's exactly what I've heard. Good, right. good point, Francis. <laughs> yeah, duh. 
That's what I've heard like secondhand, and I haven't read him say that. And I believe that what, it was in what's that book called? Crazy Love. Is this like um, a Rob Bell ish? So Francis Chan is not like Rob Bell. He's not as like intellectual in that. Also, by the way, I saw Rob Bell at a gas <gasps> station. Was a he week good? Ago. Well, I didn't oh, see him. Oh, oh no, at, a, at a gas station. <laughs> was he? Then at, my at question is: Was he station. handsome? Yeah. Now, it, my response to that would be no. But he was not prepared. You okay. Know, he was probably just like in a car. Yeah. He was wearing like sweatpants and stuff. But I was like, wait, I know that's Rob Bell. And like, I was going to talk to him, but I was like, he doesn't want to like. Yeah. I'm not going to mess with his head or whatever. So, but I didn't see yeah. him at Tower. So that's a shame. Yeah. May have been cool. Yeah. Can you fact check me? Was I right or? Crazy love. Um, let me see. He said it was something like that, and maybe it wasn't attributed to him. But so know. Francis Chan, uh, less intellectual than Rob Bell, as you put it. Okay, yeah, and so I do know this one thing for a fact. He actually he was a leader of a very big church um, somewhere. I don't remember where. I, I maybe I think it was in California. Okay, um, and a leader of a really big church, and he walked away from it to start a smaller church. And cool. that was a pretty controversial move. Um, he got bit by the leftism bug, I think. <laughs> yeah. Very much so, uh, which, I mean, yeah. I mean, and, happy to have you. But. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it, but it was a really interesting conversation. I don't, or it was interesting at the time. I don't know if you all are familiar with Mark Driscoll. Um, yeah. So Mark Driscoll's uh, the former leader of the Acts 29 church planting movement and former pastor of some other big church in Seattle. I don't remember what they're called now. Is it Mars Hill? Mars Hill. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Um, and so I saw an interview where Mark Driscoll was interviewing Francis Chan. Okay. And Mark Driscoll was literally just bullying him. He was like, Gosh. so why did you like leave your church and blah, blah, blah? Like, oh, like just a, because you made a bunch of money. And he's like... Uh, like a real Hannity interview. Yeah, I mean, straight up. It was just awkward. And it's like... And he like accused him of being... Uh, of like being like a guru and stuff. And I was like, this is really weird. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Sometimes That's... you're just called to be away from a really successful position. <laughs> I <Yeah>. don't know. <laughs> it's not the first time it's ever happened. Right. Rob. Yeah. <laughs> or so, Mark. Mark. <laughs> no aggression against Rob. No, at no, this point. no. Didn't, didn't mean to uh, <laughs> use, uh, use Rob's name like that. Was I wrong? No. Uh, uh, just a different Francis Chan thing. He said in January that the LGBT agenda threatens the church. Yeah. <sighs> People contain multitudes, yeah. I guess. It oh, sucks. yeah. It's an interesting yeah, conversation. That's wild. But, like, I'm trying to find it. But, yes, basically he said that you don't need that much money. I'm trying to find the direct quote, but I can't. But yeah, there's a there's like some scientific evidence that you don't get happier by making more money after seventy five thousand hmm. dollars, <laughs> which yeah. I thought is fascinating. It makes sense. Um, yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, I don't know. It's one of those things that I guess we're told and doesn't yeah. have to be true for everybody. Yeah, I think that probably says something about that's how that's like the most you could possibly need to live. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But hey, I'd be happy with 62. Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Heard that. Yeah. Yeah, D if, if anybody wants to pay us $60,000, <laughs> that would be nice. <laughs> would split it. We're right here. Yeah. yeah. Maybe a sponsor. That yeah. would be nice. Yeah. Maybe Mardell's. 
Mardell, if you're listening. <laughs> Mr. Mardell. Dr. Mardell H. Mardell and uh, please sponsor our podcast, <laughs> <laughs> The Praise Down. Mm. Let's see. But Oh, uh, more Talk the Walk stuff. Uh, any crazy church camp stories? Oh. Huh. I didn't go to, like, church camp. Did, yeah. you, did you all do the summer church camp thing? Oh, hell yeah. We did, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. We, it looked amazing. Yeah, we, we neither of us are Falls Creek guys, right? No. Okay. okay. Yeah, <laughs> so we weren't hot enough just to, to go to Falls Creek. It's like, it wasn't as amazing yeah. as Falls Creek. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Falls Creek is the Bonnaroo of church camps. Yeah, oh, my God. <laughs> Over the pants, hand jobs galore at Falls <laughs> Creek. Are you kidding me? <laughs> That's hilarious. You so be, you, I, you strike me as New Life Ranch. Yeah, gentlemen. that's exactly where we went. I went to New Life Ranch. Oh wait, were you Canacuck? I was not Canacuck. I uh, I had I also went to Canacuck. Oh. Um, <laughs> I was a uh, I was a super summer kid. Are I, you? Wait, don't are you, know are you all familiar? Are you all I think familiar? I saw a billboard for it. Maybe wild, huh? Um, that's I don't know. That'd be very okay. Big if true, but. Sure. Um, Super Summer is like a it's like a level two sort of church camp. Like okay. like they had a very serious like if you're not saved, Falls Creek's over there kind of policy. Whoa. Yeah. So uh, who was involved with that? Um it was hosted by OBU every year. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was a big I would call it a, a prestige Baptist summer camp. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, but you know Baptist we just premium. I don't. <laughs> it's I don't know. It's it was probably like the Harvard of Oklahoma Baptist summer camps. You know, that's what I mean? great. Did you make any connections? Uh, no, I mean I, I connected to God a little bit, but <laughs> I, but I didn't get anybody else's cards. Okay. <laughs> Wasted opportunity, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't get anybody's cards. Mm. I mean, what was it? How long were they though? A I've week. Never met. A week. A week. A week. Okay. Yeah. For some reason, I always thought they were longer than that. No, you okay. can't. You can't it sustain that kind of emotion for that long because yeah. it's like, <laughs> yeah. a, like a real like. Yeah, because like the, the only real caretakers there are parents, and they kind mm. of stop being great caretakers after having to do it for a week straight. I think. Yeah. Hmm. I, and you can't because the purpose of a church camp is to sort of whip everyone up into a frenzy to mm-hmm. where they cry on the last night. Right. And you can't sustain that. You can't sustain that energy oh, for longer yeah. than a week. You can't edge that <laughs> and still have the last night be crying. I wonder if you could. Yeah. Good I mean, point. Can you get? I mean, I think we'd appreciate it more now. Like if you didn't have any responsibility yes. for a month, I'd probably cry at the end of every week. Oh my god! And it's just like, oh yeah, I just get to walk through the forest and mm-hmm. yeah. make hobos. You know those. Oh yeah, yeah. tinfoil full of vegetables <laughs> and meat. Disgusting. God. I love. They never them. cooked. Mine never yeah. cooked. I can never figure That's it out. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah, I'd cry every hour. I didn't have plans. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> just a just a quick one. Like, ah, oh, this is beautiful. <laughs> and then yeah, I slack line or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One That's... of the, I'll do. I go outside and do one of the dreadlock sports. Yeah. <laughs> Devil sticks, slack lining. You know what? Hacky I will tell you, ultimate frisbee. I will tell you that. So camp story. Okay. We used to play 
like tackle football. What? Who? <laughs> but wow. it was like we would play the guys. It was like co-ed tackle football. Excuse me. <laughs> the guys would play like on their knees. Um. Yeah. It's thinking back is, on it is a little weird. I, this doesn't. This. This is a a fuck thing. Yeah. I think this is <laughs> well. This is a way for teenagers I, I, to like. I don't think it's safely a, be horny. I don't think it's a fuck thing. I think it's. You know what? There, there ought to be like chair tests for football. <laughs> like, okay. Like, if you're gonna play tackle football all week, you have to do a little miniature like NFL combine first, so your skills can just be gauged mm-hmm. by a by a guest football auditor. <laughs> Uh, Mike Ditka. And, uh, at camp? At camp, yeah. Okay. Mike, yeah, yeah. Di- Mike Ditka's at this camp. Okay. And uh, then you just kind of get graded on your ability to do football, <laughs> and you evenly distribute those people on the yep. team so nobody has to be on their knees. Like, yep. that's... <laughs> we've um, had math for thousands of years. Easy. <laughs> this is elementary school stuff. But, I mean, yeah. Dreadlock sports, though. Like, ultimate Frisbee. Hacky mm-hmm. sack. Hacky sack. Yeah. Mm. Totally. Uh, what uh, frisbee golf is also a dreadlock okay. sport. Okay, frisbee yeah. golf that takes a it's lot a of infrastructure more... to make it happen. Yeah, I, I think it's it's kind <laughs> of like it's kind of dreadlock and polo collar a little bit. That's exact. It is for <laughs> upper class stoners. Is yes. Frisbee <laughs> golf. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Um. So, I guess have we covered everything? It's time for real Christian hours. Hey, yes. You're on it with knowing the questions. Thank you. So um, we don't get to have practicing Christians on very often. Oh, awesome. Um, I mean... It happens. It's, it's a like, rare breed at this point. It's like a... Se- <laughs> I mean, it's like 70-30. Sure. Yeah. Um, totally. But But every time, uh, every time we have one on, we, we get to ask these questions that we just Great. call real Christian hours. They're just... They're... Um, they're brainy, but they're but they're fun. They're not yeah. too pointed. They're not pointed. I, okay, so first question: um, How do you pray? Because nobody has mm. the same answer to this. Interesting. So, I usually pray just eyes closed, right? Mm-hmm. Which is weird. It's like prescribed or whatever. Yeah, you don't need to. Um, but I just pray eyes closed and like sitting down or laying down, you know, mm-hmm. because I'm going to bed. Not if I'm somewhere where I'm not going to bed, I'm not going <laughs> to lay down to pray. <laughs> but typically when I'm praying, I'm like going to bed. Um, but recently I've started, like I've, I've, I've been reading a book about, um, or from John Wesley, who is one of the founders of the mm-hmm. Methodist church. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was mentioning like the struggle of like a wandering mind when you're praying and it's, it sucks. Like my mind always goes to a different spot. Yep. If I'm like sitting there, yeah. like, I'm going to pray about something, and it's like I'm thinking about something else immediately. Yeah. Um. So I've started like writing it down just okay. so I can like focus on it, and then also so I can like make lists because you know the other issue you find is there's so many things to pray about throughout the day, but mm-hmm. once you actually get to the point to where you're going to pray, yeah, it's like uh, I hope I'm healthy. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Other than that, uh, kind of forget about it. Yeah, yeah. go to my body's use. Yeah, you're. Uh, yeah, exactly. uh, yeah, you're at the front of the register, going, "Oh man." Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, and in answer to that, too, I'll, like, I'll take being healthy. That seems yeah, good. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Dear Lord, sense. can I get a? <laughs> it's on sale, and, and but like, in if we're praying before we eat, it's very quick. Yeah, because I'm like, yeah. 
thank you, God, for our food. Let's freaking eat. Let's mm-hmm. do this. I'm hungry. Yeah, you don't I mean, need to. It's not a. F- you don't have to make a big fucking. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to make it like it. a liturgy. Yeah. God. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. Is it, Nick? Is your dad a long prayer? At, no. At oh dinner? my God, it's hilarious because he does the Catholic prayer that's like, "Blessed our Lord for these thy gifts." Mm-hmm. But he does it so fast, you can't tell what he's saying. Let's bless our Lord for these. I guess we're about to raise you to the body of Christ. It's like, it's like he's Whoa. doing an auction. Wow. It's like a bird call. Quick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. My grandpa yeah. does the Protestant version of that, which is a very folksy made up prayer, uh-huh. which is, come Lord Jesus and be our guest. Let all these gifts to us be blessed. Amen. Uh <laughs> That's awesome, though. Yeah, wow. it's great. Yeah, I love that. I, I love that both of your dads have like <laughs> prayers that are also catchphrases. Yep. <laughs> um, my father, <laughs> the monster himself, mm-hmm. uh, will <laughs> will will start every prayer like he's uh, like he 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 talks to God like uh, like the speaking break before an R. Kelly song. <laughs> it's like we all grab hands and he goes. Heavenly Father, <laughs> thank you for this uh, for this food here. Please bless it to our bodies. We're happy Heath is here. Our favorite son is here. <laughs> Praise be. And just oh. he's he reads a scroll practically. <laughs> <laughs> he unfurls his prayer and it like bounces off the table and rolls yeah. out the door. That's just a lot of commitment. And I mean. Yeah, I wish I was there. I'm just it's it's uh okay because I'm only, I've only grown up around people whose dads pray like this. <laughs> <laughs> My dad is a long prayer. My grandpa does the quick one. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Oh, so your dad's a long My prayer. Dad. What's your dad's when, long prayer? I mean, it, he'll just like just talk. He'll just like, dear Lord, <laughs> thank you for this food. May it go to bless it to our body's use. Thank you for Alex. Uh, thank you for Olivia doing well on her thing today. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Love your father. Yeah, just a lot of uh, what else, what else, what else. Uh, <laughs> so much to be thankful for. Yeah. Our dads both treat praying like an open mic. <laughs> yes, they do. That's why we have this particular brain illness. <laughs> because my dad goes for five minutes and your dad goes, oh, what else did I want to talk yeah. about? <laughs> Just oh, yeah. open open micers, the open two of them. Um, so, ha- in what ways has your faith evolved since church camp days to now? Oh man, a lot. Um, I mean, it's like saying, "How do you think about the world differently?" Yeah, now you're, you're right. Twenty eight instead of fourteen. You're right. That's so much. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I mean, I think, and that's to be expected. I think mm-hmm. that um, everybody should expect that. As Good. they get older, you're going to have experiences. You're going to understand the world differently. Mm-hmm. Um, you're going to understand God differently. You're going to get to know God better. Um, I mean, hopefully. Sure. If uh, yeah. you're not, you're there's an right. issue there. Um, so a lot. I feel like it's it's still changing. Um, I think that's one of the interesting things about a relationship with God is that it's like, yeah, as you live more and continue that relationship, you are going through this process of getting to know God better. So, yeah, I mean, um, <clears throat> so I'm trying to think like specifically 
That's okay. That's that was way okay. too yeah. broad a question. No, no. But yeah. I mean, I think it's a fair question, and I think it's important. Like, I, I think there's a lot of guilt associated with that at times, too, mm-hmm. because people are told, like, I don't know, that their faith will always be the same, or maybe that's an expectation that's kind of unspoken. Mm-hmm. And I, I think, yeah, because what I grew up hearing was, like, God is always the same mm-hmm. and will always be the same. And I, I think it's really easy to suppose that by proxy your faith will always be the same. Well, I mean, the the Christian walk should be you changing. So right. we won't be the same. But I, I like I do think that that's like an unspoken pressure mm-hmm. or like kind of uh, yeah. idea. Yeah. It, it's kind of like saying once you're in, yeah. you know, it's just a white room with no walls or whatever. But we all know just... people, so we know that's not the case. Right. right. Yeah. <laughs> You know, once you're in, you're just a perfect person. It's like, nope, nope, you've done it. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) Yeah, and that's. I think that's a really important distinction to make because I think people expect things to stay the same, and I think they, uh, I don't know, just like, I think getting too attached to the way things are at a certain time or a certain moment is Mm -hmm. like going to create friction in your faith, no matter what it is. Sure, and I think, and if I, I'll preface before I say this, if I ever get too churchy or preachy you can just say like a safe word like i don't know uh-huh. what should we say um, helicopter helicopter okay, okay. no we, but I think, we won't need we it we won't yeah. need it but <laughs> go on um but i think about like the idea of community in church which is like this idea that's kind of um changing right now right mm-hmm. you know online church is becoming more of a thing um and the one thing that is concerning to me about current trends and current attitudes and things that i struggle with myself you know, just like not wanting to go to church because I'm busy and I don't sleep and um, it's hard, you know, and mm-hmm. it's the easiest thing to just take off that off my plate mm-hmm. is you miss out on the uh, this opportunity to be around other people to discuss your ideas and talk about like, it's like, what do you think about this? Um, so you don't like isolate yourself and end up with this kind of like, I'm reading the book Educated right now. Have you all heard about that book? No. I have not, no. Um, so it's a book about fundamentalist religious people that grow up and they don't educate their kids, and so oh, uh, kind of, yeah, kind yeah. of like a, a lot of like rogue homeschooling and stuff. So this is this gives homeschooling a bad name. It's not even like yeah, this is like a borderline cult, you know, that it's yeah. an extreme fundamentalist version of uh, Mormonism actually, but it has nothing to do with mm-hmm. Mormonism. It's just a, an isolated person. That's the biggest. Yeah. It's just a a wave of, yeah. So doomsday preppers, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And they decide that they're just not going to educate their kids. They don't have birth certificates. What? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, libertarians. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Off the grid. Right. Um, But anyways, I was just thinking about, for some reason, the, the, the sort of like idea that our attitude or our understanding of God changes over time. Um. I think that that's heavily influenced by being around other people and discussing those yep. ideas. Um, so I just, I, my, my little plug, it's important to be around other people and discuss your ideas with them. Yeah. 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 I, th- I, I think that's really important. I think, uh, I think like a lot of, uh, I think the foundation of any sort of like metaphysical belief system is connection. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, you know, as, as macro is gravity and as micro is two people talking, you know what I mean? Mm. Or, or, you know, even more micro than that. Who cares? You totally. Know? Yeah. Whatever's smaller than that. Yeah. Dogs, sniff, Two dogs sniffing talking. each other's butts. <laughs> That's. Two ants. 
um, sniffing each other's ca- carrying the chemicals. same leaf, yeah. carrying yeah. the same leaf. Yep. <laughs> yeah, but I think that you know, if you look at any any belief system, I think that's uh, kind of akin to the air we all breathe. You know what I mean? Totally. So I totally understand that, and I totally get that. Like uh, being, and you know, I don't want to knock online church or anything, but I, sure. th- I think there is like. I think being in church is an important element of uh, practicing your faith. Like, right. Yeah. Just like being in the space where that is the point, I guess, mm-hmm. whatever your whatever your belief practice is. Sure. Because it's got to be loud. Mm-hmm. You've got to feel the vibrations of the music in your chest or it doesn't count. Yeah, oh, good point. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Like, I like that. Yeah. Uh what are what are the rest of our uh real christian hours questions oh um okay so when you when you think of god what sort of image comes to your oh, mind oh this is such a good one yeah and it's so hard i think that that's one of the biggest it's so difficult because it's like yeah. i don't have an image and it's yeah, something that it's i've like, always like I think about it when I'm bored. Like yeah. <laughs> yeah. since I've since I've thought of the question, I mm-hmm. sometimes I just get bored and think about it. Right. Yeah. No, that's a great like horse with an eagle's head. Yeah. <laughs> just amazing. It's just like, uh, that'd no be really wings, tight. Just yeah. an eagle's head. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like standing on two legs. Do yeah. you think? Yeah. Oh my god. Brutal. <laughs> <laughs> Very scary. <laughs> With Wolverine claws, is that? Yeah. Mm, well, I said a horse with an eagle's head. Yes, I'm thinking <laughs> hooves with... Hooves with Wolverine Yeah, claws. we've established that he's upright. <laughs> so he can... Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah, it's... Uh, I don't know. I don't. I can't think of anything that can't be improved with a set of... Uh, with knuckle forks. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's got some Wolverine claws. He's got a scorpion tail. Knuckle forks. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Love calling him knuckle forks, guys. <laughs> That's so funny. Trying to get out my knuckle forks, snake. But that's a hard. That's a hard question. I'm not trying to yeah, dodge it or anything. No, like, it's I, like yeah, it's elusive. And I, know? but I intentionally kind of try. Like I think at first it was a struggle for me because I was like, I don't know what to like when I'm closing my eyes to um, like open the eyes of my heart, Lord, or whatever mm-hmm. when it's happening. I'm like, mm-hmm. what am I picturing in my head? And uh, I didn't know, you know, for the longest time. And I think my encouragement to people now too, like when I lead worship. I don't. I normally don't talk a lot. I'm not as good as like the worship leaders that like are able to talk and do all that. That's mm. amazing. They're so good at that. Yeah. Um, but before I start, sometimes I encourage people to like. It's like let's just close our eyes and get everything that we're worried about right now. Let's put that like at the front of our minds and let's try to like. All right, try to get that out of your mind. And now, however you picture God, like put that there at the front of your mind and. I don't know I don't know what people are thinking. Yeah, I feel know? like I feel like a lot of people would say old man. Old man, right, classic. Yeah. I, yeah. Like like so the fa- weird, like though. the family guy version. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> An old man with a big beard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um very passive. Um, Brian blessed in a white robe. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. And so, but I also think it can be like problematic having two set of mm-hmm. a like vision in your head. If you're not prepared, that it's like, if God created everything in the world, it's going to be hard to wrap your mind around that idea. So, mm-hmm. right, keeping an open mind um, to what that looks like, I think is important. Yeah, 
got yeah, an elephant I think so. trunk. It's it's one of those Ele- things <laughs> that uh, once you think you see it, it's something else. Um, mm-hmm, for sure. I don't know. It, yeah, and it, it's just like a it's a it's a living, breathing question, and I love it. Totally. <laughs> um, yep. The final one, uh, final one for Real Christian Hours is, uh, what, in your opinion, is the Holy Spirit, and what do you believe that its job is? Ooh, that's a good one, too. Um, so the Trinity, I am, it's really difficult to, the, like, explain. The right? Trinity is weird, right? Yeah, really okay. weird. Um, so, but the Holy Spirit is the thing within us that is like our access to God. And so that's a little abstract. No, yeah, it's it's like it's Wi-Fi kind yeah, of. Exactly. Yeah, it's it's, 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 spiritu- it's spiritual Wi-Fi. Yeah. yeah. Um but then the Holy Spirit like I'm unable to do good things. It empowers me to be able to do good things. It uh, is like also a hope, I guess. I don't know, but then it's hard. Hmm. Yeah, I guess that's just the best answer that I can give is that it's something, it's what connects us to God. Mm-hmm. Um, but the hard thing that's to understand you know, I don't like. I don't claim to understand, and it's just kind of interesting to think about. Is like, yeah, how does God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit like? How do they interact? And it's like this mysterious thing. Yeah, there's like, because it's not like branches of government, right? Yeah, the same thing but different. Express three ways. Express three ways mm. individually. Like, it's not like the Holy Spirit is something. Like, I think something that I thought for a while was that it was like an explanation for how we communicate. Mm-hmm. Mm. But then like digging into the Bible more, it's obviously something that exists by itself. So I don't know. It's hard. I'm not. Yeah. That's why I do music. I just sing the songs that other yeah. people write. <laughs> I can't talk about that from the God. pulpit. Yeah. <laughs> We're not theology experts either. No, but what do you, I mean, yeah, no sweat. if like, you've been thinking about it, like, or what What did you, maybe what have you heard or what are more of the interesting ideas that you have come across? I, I think the Wi-Fi like, idea nails it pretty well. Sure. Um, we've also heard it described as like um, something that like, something that magnetizes you towards being surrounded by good and creating more good mm-hmm. as, you know, described as maybe a magnetic force. Sure. Um, what, Alex, do you know some? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I think it's another thing that I've heard is like, you know, the movement of the Holy Spirit that people talk about and how that will like, um, the movement of the Holy Spirit will like draw people to Christ. So there's that magnetic element. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've also heard of like, people describing it as like an intuition they get in certain situations. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, it's a weird thing. Um, yeah, I don't know. Mm. Good question. It's okay not to know. Yeah. Yeah. It's always okay not to know. You guys ready to do tune talk? Ooh. Yes. Let's talk tune. Down, we're gonna get into some tune talk right now.
Welcome to Toon Talk. It's Toon Talk. <laughs> Nick. Yes. What tunes we talking? Um, we are talking uh, the Orange County Supertones. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Chasing the Sun. Okay. Now, Nick, give us some background on the Orange County Supertones. I oh, man. have no prior knowledge of them. What <coughs> genre of music are they? Uh, Christian ska. Ooh, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so, they're like Christian ska, and then they also, like if you had to compare them to other bands, they're kind of like a mix between what you would expect from a ska band, but then also like a little bit of... Uh, um, oh man, what's the band? Might as well be walking on the sun. Smash Mouth. So they're kind of like they got the Smash hey. Mouth thing going on. Wow, and Ska and Smash Mouth. Wow. Yeah, I didn't know Christianity had its own <laughs> Smash Mouth. Yeah. You know, I was. Oh, I thought it was Big Daddy Weave. <laughs> yeah, but Yo. I don't Smash. know who Big Daddy Weave is. Oh, we gotta just, do a Big Daddy. We Weave gotta episode. do a Big Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> they're uh, they've got a lot of like praise and worship. Uh, oh, cool. A lot of singles that are like worship staples now. I can't remember what? any of them. But oh, for fuck's sake, there, there's like one that was like a big deal. I'm looking it up. I'm looking it up. We're doing this tangent. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> big Daddy Weave. Let's see. What's the number one song by Big Daddy Weave? It is Redeemed. No, that's. <laughs> and that could be any this is song. Nothing. Yeah, that's <laughs> it's not the bringing thing. up any I melodies no in my idea. head. <laughs> I have no yeah, it's idea. It's not giving me anything yet. Good, good father. <laughs> that's not their song. <laughs> Come on, guys. Okay, I'm gonna look them up on Spotify. See what the the real. What were topic. you looking them up on? I was googling them. What do you you Google stuff? You were to find in out Spotify. About it. Yeah, I didn't want to get away from the OC Supertones. Yeah, we can't be away for too long. No, yeah. come on. Yeah. Uh, but we're here now. <laughs> Big Daddy Weave. So Top what song? Is he the, still active? I guess I'm assuming so. Big Daddy Weave is a he. No, it, it's it, a group, it, which is it's a group oh. of people. It's <laughs> they're very like I don't know, casting crowns ish. Okay, mm-hmm. totally. I always got them in Counting Crows confused, <laughs> and it was a drag. Uh, is this one? Is I this guess one so. Of the classics? I mean, it Man. sounds like the opening to Veronica <laughs> Mars, but that was the sound back then. <laughs> I will say, this sounds nothing like Smash Mouth. Oh, the other thing, too, is that this does not sound like a band named Big Daddy Weave. No, it doesn't it's, at all. Yeah, like, words don't mean anything, Nick. You just get You're to, absolutely you right. You just get to call yourself Big Daddy Weave, and nobody will stop you. Holy shit. Yeah, Big Daddy Weave sounds like a, like a 90s uh, swing revival band. <laughs> it sounds it's like just, a guy who wears checkered shoes. For it's sure. like, I don't, I, I don't know if anybody would like... Anybody besides them would name their band Big Daddy Weave because it's such a big pair of shoes <laughs> to fill. Nothing could possibly be cool enough. Um, I did find a photo of the Big Daddy Weave uh-huh. himself. For fuck's oh. sake. Come on, man. No, man. 
I have that shirt. I hate this. He blends in with the background. This isn't going to help. <laughs> this is all visual stuff. But he's wearing... <laughs> um, Go ahead, bud. I'm, I'm going to try to describe this in a way that's good. He's... Um, first of all, a perfect sphere. <laughs> he's wearing a huge uh, flannel shirt. It's yellow plaid. Now, in the background are yellow lights um, that are sort of ar arranged in a pattern, and the plaid <laughs> makes it look like he dressed to match the background. <laughs> and he's wearing, of course, a Kangol hat. <laughs> And, like, and some thick glasses. Some thick glasses. He's like yeah. a Meow Wolf exhibit. He does look like Whoa. a Meow Wolf exhibit. Uh, I, I also want to talk about uh, the album. He also name. has a motorcycle goatee. Oh, fuck. He does. It's like, it's windblown. It's, yeah. it's a wind, it's, it's a hand-tossed Sicilian goatee. He has and the only goatee you can have without looking like a Republican. <laughs> a, a, speed. a kind yeah. of uh, scragglier one. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, their album was called Beautiful Offerings, which, like... Very lazy. Calm down about your own music. <laughs> <laughs> like, stay, chill out, we're, dude. We're Big Daddy Weave. Uh, stay tuned for our next album. Great songs. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Thank you so much for coming out. We're Big Daddy Weave. We're going to play some songs off of our new album... Masterpieces from a genius. <laughs> That's a tool album, right? <laughs> yeah. I would not bat an eye at a tool album called Masterpieces from a Genius. <laughs> Oh, thank God we got an episode title. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is track one. Okay. From the, uh, any more background about the OC Supertones you want to give us? Mm, I don't know a whole lot about the band. Okay. I just know that it was one of the bands that my cousin was into at the time. So he was yeah. into all the cool... Um, Christian ska bands. He mm -hmm. had the hookup with that, and he okay. would let me borrow his cassette tapes. So that's where I got this from. Right on. That shirt is so good. Your ska oh, yeah. mania shirt. I don't know if we talked about it on mic. Um, your ska mania. What year is that? Ninety eight. Ninety eight. Mm -hmm. Ska so mania ninety eight. It's uh, for the listeners. I'll describe it. It's got the words ska mania ninety eight, and then a bunch of like guys. Uh, and a bunch of rogues sort of jumbling up the letters Dancing. because they don't like give a hoot about the pro about um, property and stuff. <laughs> One guy's leaning on it and doing like sort of a cocked eyebrow. Well, and this yeah. is the Supertones lead singer. Oh, yeah. that's the that's Supertones that lead singer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's bald. He sort of has a ska beard. I would call it. <laughs> I would describe oh, yeah. the art style as 2004 gaming web comic. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, it's very control alt delete. It's very control alt delete. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm wondering if I'm wondering if the fellow in the middle and the fellow on the right sort of have a Jekyll and Hyde sort of th situation <laughs> yeah, going on. Yeah, yeah I just, and, I've always wondered about this guy. And then this guy, he's just from Rocket Power. He's here to party. <laughs> There's a Rocket Power guy on the shirt. He's wearing, I think, is that a floaty? He's wearing a floaty. It's a floaty or a ballerina skirt or a ba a tutu sort yeah. of thing. I don't know. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> 
anyway, that's been visual bits. Uh, time to <laughs> listen to <laughs> the first song from Chase the Sun by the OC Supertones. This song is called One Voice. <laughs> I gotta say, as far as song names go, seems pretty generic. <laughs> this could come up, I think. I'm gonna turn this up. Sure. Excellent. Yeah. Come on. Very okay, sick. Yeah. Very okay. righteous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Those are good horn hits. Some rapping for you. Did, did that have the same rhythm as It's Not Unusual by Tom yeah, it Jones? Did. It absolutely did. <laughs> cool. I, okay, okay this, I didn't know that there was going to be raps in this. I, Nick? I forgot, that, I forgot that the Supertones were like also rap guys. Yeah. Incredible. I didn't know. Hopefully this can be different. No, because you have an issue with John Rubin, right? Or KJ52. Yes. Or both. Yeah, I think I hate John Rubin. You hate yeah. John Rubin. And I am fine with KJ52. Oh, really? We're, That's interesting. We're weirdly a KJ52 positive <laughs> show. Yeah, yeah um, weird. Because he, he made new stuff recently, and it's not weird and bad. Oh, really? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, Good for him. Yeah. I will say, writing a song about Eminem and making up a fake feud with him is a pretty good bit. That's why I love KJ52. In your um, in your Weird Al parody album, yeah. you should do that to Weird Al. Oh my god! So Nick, I have this idea uh, for a Weird Al parody, and it's called Normal Al. And I do serious parodies of his original songs. <laughs> <laughs> My first idea is to do uh, a parody of his 11-minute epic, Albuquerque. Uh, and it would be about the Iraq War. <laughs> and it would be called Halliburton. <laughs> Oh, man. Have you guys all seen that tweet that just says, uh, Griffin ended up telling me about this. Um, the tweet is, Ska is just the music that plays in a kid's head when he sees mozzarella sticks. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Straight up. Yeah. Wow. Absolutely. Wow. Because wow. there's probably rapping in that, too. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, For sure. Yes. Yeah. They, Absolutely. They do rap in the Chili's commercial. Yeah, like right in it. Oh, gosh, you're right. This is delightful. You know what, though? These horns don't sound real. <laughs> they, You know, they don't sound real. I can tell you they're very real. I At least in the concert. Are. I don't know what their recording process is like. But they just sound tight. They don't sound they artificial sound to me. Tight. Oh, well, okay. Maybe they sound so tight that I'm suspicious. <laughs> yeah, that's. I, I think like, that's what I was is. shocked when I listened back to it. I was like, dang, their horn section is tight. Yeah. Yeah. And I also, I was concerned about, I remembered the rapping part. Mm -hmm. And like going back to it, I was like, uh, am I going sure. to dislike, dislike the rapping part? Mm -hmm. Is it going to ruin my image of them? And in some cases it did. But yeah. in that, mm -hmm. you know, 
it's more of this like talking type thing. Yeah, like, you could you could say he's like cake talking. Yeah. 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 And okay. He's not That's, like doing yeah. a voice, which is I think. Important. Are you guys just saying that to make me feel better? Or no. You, okay. Cool. No. No. We would. I would have really <laughs> laid into it. like if he'd like done a voice. <laughs> 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 like if it, like if he did a Jamaican voice, right? <laughs> we would go. The man on your shirt is the guy doing that. <laughs> interesting, interesting. The white man. Good, very good. Cool. Oh uh, man, I hope that's not somewhere in his discography. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Gosh. Yeah. <laughs> time to time to listen to all of the Supertones discography and enjoy myself every second. Yeah. I mean, this is just. It's just good Scott. This is like, just good Scott. Like, this is much more, I will say, much more classic than Five Iron Twins. Yeah, this is like sort of... They're not taking as many chances. Specials Town. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. But the Five Iron Frenzy was at this show, too. <gasps> yeah. I, oh. I saw the back of your shirt. Which is like, uh, I know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what, I, what I love about Christian Scott's a genre is that it's like... It's, it's the butt of a lot of, like... Um, of podcasts like look what i found jokes yeah. you know yeah. like i found christian ska oh what no yeah. way and, but like it's weird that it's just it's just it's just all good ska like yeah there's not a lot to do with like the form it's just like yeah can you do it can it, you do it, it well yeah it's a it's genre music totally. for yeah. sure um i don't know like all of the christian ska bands are like also have really <laughs> vast like secular followings too mm-hmm. which is weird yep <laughs> well i mean there's only so many good ska bands and if some of them are christian you some of them are like <laughs> yeah like what are you gonna do there's not very many of them yeah the um yeah it's interesting because you'll see like lyrically between five iron frenzy and the supertones they have a lot of like anti-imperialist songs yes strange i i had revisited uh a lot of five iron frenzy stuff and they talk about the Native American genocide a bunch. And yeah. they talk about how much they hate the cops a bunch. <laughs> nice. But they and, they t- and they also have a rock opera about pants and yeah. whose they are. <laughs> They're the perfect band. <laughs> That's true. Um, yeah, yeah. I am a huge Five Iron Frenzy fan. Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess what I mean by that is I listened to them when I was eight. So sure. I'm a huge fan, I guess. I don't know. I listened to them like through high school. Really? Yeah. No, I mean they're they great. were like they were like my first on purpose favorite band. Did you listen to Roper too? I did. Okay. Yeah, I, I listened. never listened to Roper. <laughs> oh, this song is called In Between. Chase the Sun album version. <laughs> nice. It's three minutes long. Yeah, I I listened to Roper. I listened to Brave Saint Saturn. Um, I even listened to that uh, that other offshoot band Nathan and Steven a little bit. And I like them a lot, but they're like not anywhere. They just were on MySpace, I think. Huh. That's crazy. Yeah. It's you I mean, you were a fan. I was like <laughs> I was a big like five iron head, yeah. That's awesome. Never seen them live, but it's fucked up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but um the lead singer is a pastor now. Oh Reese? I saw that recently, yeah. Good for Reese, because I, I I know I know Five Iron broke up, mm-hmm. and then he became an EMT for a while. Really? Whoa! Yeah. He's like the Ernest Hemingway of Christian music. And here's <laughs> the thing: he still might be an EMT. Like a lot of those guys that are doing the pastoral thing, it's not like a full time job. So cool. I just ran across a blog that he was writing. I was like, oh. nice. He's like I don't know. He's got like 
I haven't seen Reese have a bad opinion. Also, like I like that. Credit He's to Reese. Very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I think that kind of makes me feel a little bit more proud about like uh, going to bat for Five Iron Frenzy because yep. of like <laughs> how unproblematic of a band they are. Yeah, they've yeah. never sinned. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, some would try to debate you and say Christian ska is like some kind of music sin, but. Sure. Mm. <laughs> Those people are cowards. Yeah, they are. don't respect horns. Yeah. <laughs> they're not in touch with their lungs. Yeah, they sound like people that only eat chicken tenders mm-hmm. when they're in Italy or whatever. Yeah. You know? <laughs> we the, have talked I, I decided, almost zero about these sorry. songs. The I, I, I've decided it's it's rhythmic talking. It's not rapping. Yep. Okay. That's a decision? Yeah. I feel like I'm being... I feel like you all are playing with kid gloves here. I... I don't think, I think so. I think you're a little too worried about it. Yeah. I'm not worried about it. I'm just... I don't know. Yeah, he doesn't do it all the time. I mean, I, you will I, see later yeah. on, there is, like, a rap song. <laughs> all right. Okay. Well, it's more, we'll like, it's more okay. like a Smash Mouth well, rap kind of rap song. I mean, so, I, mean, I mean, it's still great. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Here's what I'll say. It's not problematic when the Bare Naked Ladies do it on one week because they're not doing a voice. Okay, so are we talking about it being problematic or just being lame? Well, product of its time. Product of its product time. Of its time. Of, yeah, 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 yeah. And I think, uh, yeah, I'm just not mad at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. You don't have a reason to be like. It's not like yeah, somebody yeah. to have something to have an argument about, right? <laughs> I think there's a difference between rapping and performing hip hop. Yeah. I think that's mm. it, it. The reason it's not giving me any trouble is that they're not. There's not an affectation about it. Sure. Yeah. Right. Exactly. But now we've got to listen and decide if it's lame. <laughs> <laughs> now, now that you know that you're not like pissed at it. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> oh, this is just good. Like. Yeah. This is playing in the back of Ger- Good Burger somewhere. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> People still like Sublime. Sublime yeah, yeah, yeah. that. Now, the funny thing about this song is if you listen to the verse, he talks about how, like, he's approaching somebody and telling them, hey, what if I told you that I knew something you didn't, like Jesus died for your sins, and they don't respond well, and he's surprised by that. Oh, my God. Because <laughs> oh, he sort of tried to, like, David Blaine witness to them. Uh-huh. Maybe, yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. Like I what? know a secret. <laughs> okay, yeah. Okay, <laughs> have we have we all done mission trips? Yes. Yes. We're going to we're gonna talk the walk just a second Let's again. Do it. Sure. Um, do you guys remember getting any, like, witness pickup lines? Like, being, them being handed to you? Or, well, like, hearing what, it from somebody? What I mean by witness pickup lines is, like, you would... Like, I got, I got coached on, like, how to approach people. Interesting. And... I was like instructed to say certain things like on a scale of one to ten, how likely do you think you are of going to heaven when you die? What if, what does someone say to that? Because what if they say like I don't know seven move then, on then like what's the <laughs> you trust sevens them. are fine yeah, exactly anything below like five you're like well hey okay. sorry yeah. I'm t- I, there's a long line I can't take you if you're yeah. over a five yeah. 
people are lining people in New York City where I went to do my mission trip are, are lining up around the block to talk to me. That's so brutal. <laughs> it's like yeah, I, I heard that one and also just like just like that kind of thing, like what if I told you something? Like like Morpheus type stuff. Mm-hmm. You're red pilling them with Jesus. Yeah, basically. I mean, so that's right. what that's what I mean by witness pickup lines. Yeah. Like, how do you how do you get a complete stranger to talk to you? We. And also state the reason you're talking to them. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. We didn't there's a right really way to do, it. do any of that. You didn't do that. Like our our church was pretty loose with the pretense that it was not a vacation. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so y'all have a great basketball court, by the way. Thank you mm. so much. Yeah, <laughs> I have bled on that basketball court. Uh, <laughs> some of my most embarrassing moments happened on that basketball. court. I knew there was an energy about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's haunted. Yeah, it's uh, it's got a threatening aura. <laughs> That's uh the. Have you seen the playground at Asbury? Maybe big, it, it's just big and good. My big, mom designed the amazing. whole thing. Oh, really? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, you're the son of a playground architect. Yeah, I helped. I circled stuff you in the catalog, consulted. but like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was eight. Uh... Also, y'all come see my band, Playground Architect. We're playing it. Fr- we're playing on Friday at seven. Uh-huh. This is nice. I like the little choir edition. Right. Uh, and anyway, the only time we ever really tried to witness was when we went to Mexico, but. None of us spoke Spanish. Yeah, you don't speak the right language right. to do we that speak down there. the wrong there. language. So here was how they got around it. They had us do a pantomime. <laughs> they a, a thing that sounds like it totally worked. Yeah, <laughs> we called it a drama. And, oh, I've uh, seen those. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we were all like miming, like eating, and like doing real like arty interpretive dance stuff about the fall of man and the need Whoa. to get saved. While uh. uh Spanish voice played in the background with music <laughs> on a big boombox, and we just had to know the timing of it because we had no idea what the words he was saying were. They couldn't have put like a small bell in there, so just <laughs> so cue. the kids could know when to like nope. stop eating and maybe pick a baby up or something. Yeah, no, nothing. <laughs> it was crazy. Mm. This is all just like. Just like good and fun Tony Hawk music. Yeah, yeah it's, no, absolutely. It's just good and fun Tony Hawk music. Yeah. It's mozzarella stick time, baby. Oh, baby. <laughs> they Ooh. kind of they kind of have like a more diverse uh, ska palette than I think Five Iron does. I would agree. Well, because they're not so like punk rock. They're more <laughs> like um, like Goo Goo Dolls, you know, yeah. trying to do a ska band. Yeah. And you'll see that more. Like this is one of their earlier records, and like as they kind of developed. They definitely leaned into, I don't know, more rock forms than would traditionally yeah. be in ska. Yeah, Five Iron went that way too. Totally. Um, I forget what they, I forget what they called it. Um, brass, brass rock. I think is I think is what a lot of people refer to like late Five Iron as. Totally. And I'm kind of getting some of that too. There's a lot yeah. of like power chord driven stuff in here. Right. This one specifically. Not the Chuck yeah. stuff. Mm. Yeah. Stuff, yeah, yeah, it's not punky. It's just like it just drives. Yep, totally. Just like '90s alt rock, kind of. The lyrically, exactly. when listening to it again today, 
So the other thing that made me think is I was like, man, these guys were like intense about apologetics. Oh, like were they like way. big theology guys in their music? I mean, uh, evidently. I, it didn't, it, it slipped past me as a 10-year-old, but sure. Um, to some extent, I mean, I don't know. They like, yeah, but they, they seem to be kind of big theology people. I like that. Huh. That's really good. So they're like, their lyrics are like pretty nuanced. Is kind of yeah. I mean, there's a lot of content. There's even there is like an anti-capitalist song Hell on yeah, this record. Uh, yeah, cool. So, yeah. yeah, get that like. I don't remember. I was also surprised by how many songs are on here. Let's. How many songs? Is a there fourteen? We've got nine more. <laughs> we got a power yeah, through these bad boys. We're on dedication. No breathing. <laughs> Up next is grounded. Ooh. So that's the predecessor to Wacha from POD. I'm uh, sure that's where they got their, their you know, inspiration for that. They've they've got their fingers in in like a lot of pies. Like Definitely. they're all over the board on ska, like you know, brass rock type ska. Yes. Ska like more punk ska, like old ska. They kind of did a sublime thing earlier. Right. This is great. This song rules. This one's for fighting. <laughs> this one's for like skanking and fighting, like a big, a big brass rumble, a zoot suit riot. Let's <laughs> say zoot suit riot on this podcast. <laughs> I'm so sorry. This is great. But yeah, they, they have a lot of range. Their sound is very amorphous, kind of. Oh. Okay, all right. We, we, we got to do the next one. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Ooh. And I don't know if you can tell, but I was like, as I was listening to it, I was like, that's a freaking, yeah, they're scratching. You got to listen for those scratches, but they have a DJ. I love record scratches. I think they are, I'll say it, underutilized in modern music. What happened to the record scratches? Everyone. <laughs> Every band. <laughs> Every band should use record scratches. If you could put record scratches in one, uh, in, if you could put a record scratching DJ in one band, you got to make it count. Who would it be? St. Vincent. <laughs> That's good. Ghost BC. <laughs> I feel like I peaked at saying Ghost BC. But. <laughs> so good. All right. Uh, the dead weather also should have a <laughs> record scratch. Man, if they did, I'd listen to them. Fucking right. All right. Sure shot. Radiohead. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Because Radiohead is a good band with a um, being fun problem. <laughs> you don't say. Yeah. They're just a good band with a with a being fun problem. Wait. And what's more fun <laughs> than a guy scratching a record on stage? Keith, you just gave me a great idea. What? May I ask? 
how you feel about Pink Floyd <laughs> <laughs> plus record scratch DJ. Oh, the the grandfather of good bands with a being fun problem. Yep. <laughs> These are great thoughts. I'm yeah. loving it. I'm just imagining that line from Dogs where he's like, All alone, dying of cancer. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a I'm gonna have one more go at this, but I'm gonna lock it in. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna turn off the music for this. The tallest man on earth. <laughs> so topical. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah, you, you know, you could say Mumford and Sons, but like, I wouldn't be surprised if they actually had one. I bet That's they the have thing. one. Yeah. Uh, you could go to a Mumford and Sons show and be like, "There's a record guy here." Yeah. yeah. No, uh, <laughs> it's one of he's one of the sons. Well, they just <laughs> yeah, he's the estranged Mumford son who, uh, I guess, uh, lived in Latvia or something. Yeah. <laughs> the prodigal Mumford son has returned. Uh. Sorry, I'm thinking of how to do the tallest man on earth plus record scratch because I do a pretty good tallest man on earth voice. Ooh. Can you just give us a give us a little bit of that? Give us a taste of that. I never knew I was a lover. <laughs> just because I stole the things you had. Focus while we're dancing all Just cause I offered you a ride Still I am not from Barcelona You look like the Muppet that's a bird when you do that uh, Well, I'm putting a lot of strain on my throat Yeah, you don't say <laughs> Nick, you think you can do a tallest man on <laughs> No, every time, every time I try to do an impression of anybody's voice, yeah. it just ends up being Borat, like within thirty <laughs> seconds. <laughs> oh, buddy, you've got Borat disease. <laughs> That's the best disease to have. I can't believe it. Yeah, I'm so bad at like trying to. Speaking of having a yeah. <laughs> uh, having a having fun problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, I'm I either at zero or a hundred. Oh man, you need to you need to go to parties or get-togethers and just be like, maybe you heard my or my favorite actress, Meryl Streep. <laughs> That's the thing. I think you found a workaround to being funnier than doing impressions. <laughs> Gotta go fast. <laughs> uh, how did the cards? <laughs> No, this is funnier than anybody's impression of anyone. <laughs> is... I'm glad you guys think it's funny. It's a problem for me. It's, <laughs> it's a solution around. It's it's a solution in this neck of the woods. Uh, Charles Foster Kane, <laughs> John F. Kennedy, <laughs> ask not. <laughs> what your country can do for you. <laughs> All right, this next song is this next song is called Old Friend by the OC Supertones. 
Now a little Margaritaville for you. Mm. Mm. It's taking me there. Uh -huh. <laughs> I didn't realize this song had a buffet. <laughs> <laughs> this album, I mean. Mm. <laughs> wow, this is just... I'm putting on sunglasses over here. Yeah, I'm on island time, baby. Ooh, <laughs> baby. Roll out a towel and lay on it. Fall, fall asleep in a hammock. Mm-hmm. With a... They keep threatening to start the song. And it just <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we go. I'm drinking out of a fruit still. It's a little quiet. There we go. How's that? That's better. Now we're talking. Now we're cooking. Surf and turf, baby. <laughs> I'll tell you what, this song's really breaking open a coconut and putting a straw in it for me. <laughs> oh, I've got one flip-flop on, and now I've got two flip-flops on. Ooh. Hey, anybody want to go fishing? You guys oh. want to go fishing? Oh, I'd yeah. love to. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, it's going to be a while, so uh, <laughs> we're going to go fishing for a while. Okay. Yeah, fishing That's is fine. normally a while. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> it's a time consuming. You guys have ten minutes to fish. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> you guys want to go fishing real quick? Man. I swear we'll be back before the next. I promise. I know I'm late for work. They don't care. Let's. <laughs> they go. don't care. We'll just. We gotta fish real quick. I just gotta fish real quick. I'd fucking. I would love to go fishing. I've been fishing forever. It's great. There's nowhere to go fishing around there. I mean, there is, but it's just like this. It's like what? Well, yeah. I know. A lot of guitar solos, though. Not a lot of notes. No. <laughs> <laughs> the only Christian band that has guitar solos with not... Well, no, actually, a lot of Christian bands have not yeah. very noty guitar solos. Oh, come on, man. I, I kind of feel like that was my uh, my home church worship band's M.O. Yeah. Like, two-note guitar solos. Two-note mm. solos. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's, yeah, it's hard to say what's worse. Not enough notes or too many notes. But that's another podcast, I suppose. I would I would always err on the on the side of putting too you should put too many notes in there. <laughs> but, yeah. but I also Just, like rush. <laughs> yeah. The the Hemingway method of uh song composing is write a lot of notes drunk and then erase <laughs> some of them sober. Yep. <laughs> Are you on a Hemingway kick right now? Uh, not particularly. That's, um, that is two refs, one podcast. Though. Did I just did I Hemingway twice? You double Hemingway. Ah, uh, I double Hemingway. That's yeah. minus points for yeah. me. Yeah, sorry, brother. <laughs> All right, up next, the titular track, the title track of the album, the eponymous "Chase the Sun." Ooh. Ooh. Yes. Great use of record scratch here. It's I've dynamic. got it cranked all the way up, so yeah, this is who knows what it's going to do in a wild, second. Wild I'm scared, Alex. Turn down. <laughs> oh, this is the yeah. This is the one that's kind of like uh, Smash Mouthy. Yeah. Man, a lot of a lot of uh, different effects on that voice. Like, it's not a megaphone effect. No. Yeah. A little subtler than that. If subtle's the right it's, word. It's, yeah. like a, it's a high-fidelity megaphone. Yeah, exactly. It's like, yeah. 
It's a 4K megaphone. <laughs> there is so much record scratching happening in this. Yeah, a, a real embarrassment of riches. Yeah, it's on incredible. This song. And I like, I like the guitar. Yeah, it's like the bass sounds tight. exactly where it needs to be. This is like good. It's like. <laughs> It, it's it's a '90s film cool kid entrance music. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Like his name is Blaze. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He skateboarded here. <laughs> this is um, this is a this is a deep pull, but I remember like a uh, like a fake like sort of the OC style dramatic sketch on the Amanda show. Yeah. And uh, the name of the cool mysterious guy, I will never be able to get this out of my head. It'll be the last thing I think of before I die. His name was Sternum. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, man. Come on. Yeah. Man. And they played it totally straight. That's amazing. The Amanda show was remarkable. Uh Decades ahead of its time. They Two never, they never acknowledged that his name was Sternum. It was just Sternum. <laughs> so good, Sternum. Yeah. Oh my I mean, god. All right. Up I mean, next, you know, scoped it. <laughs> Fade away by the OC Supernovas. Ooh, ooh, spacey. Damn, taking us to space a little. Nine bit. inch nails. Yeah. Very cool. <laughs> <laughs> what? Excuse me? <laughs> Fuck. Okay. <laughs> Come on, guys. Uh, okay, I, I do have a lot of love for the ska fake out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know what? Yeah. Yeah. They got us. They got our asses. Yeah. You remember, when, you remember uh, there's a Five Iron album, Proof That the Youth Are Revolting, where they open with uh, the intro to the final countdown. That's right. <laughs> and then just play ska afterwards. Jeez, they're monsters. That ska fake out's in the history books. <laughs> the song is tight, though. Yeah, this is good. Yeah, I'm enjoying this. Oh, they! You didn't tell me these were matching suit guys. Oh yeah, they're very much so they're, matching yeah. suit guys. Oh man. Okay. Does this change things for you? Does that make not, you not, like them more? Not for the worse. Oh, okay. Okay. Um. I've like, I feel like I've like had a round of like being into every band that's like got a dress code almost. Yeah. Um, Devo. The Hives. Devo. Devo. Um. Yeah, the suit guy bands. The mummies. The mummies. What are the other suit guy bands? Uh, the Boondock Saints. The Chicago Philharmonic. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> the Blues Brothers. <laughs> when I was a kid, I went. I was a Blues Brother for Halloween. 
three years in a row. Oh, my God. <laughs> because I didn't have a costume besides a suit. <laughs> hey, do you want to be the Blues Brothers this year? I think I'm going to be the dang One Punch Man this year. Yes, you have to. You must. You're finally streamlined enough. Yeah. All right. Up next, Hanani. Hanani. I think, is, is that pronounced Hunani? I don't think it's pronounced Hunani. We'll find out. These lyrics are heavy. Yeah. 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 Wow. They're not dancing around the topic. Mm-mm. Yeah. Good but this Lord. was before, you know, Christian rock had the thing where it was trying to be like kind of mainstream rock. Yeah. Yeah. For like in high school, there were some rock bands or some stuff. It was like in Tulsa, it was like 100.3 or whatever. Yeah. yeah. The Cross. Yeah. The cr- <laughs> I remember we, the Cross. We had uh, K R O S S. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what, what, what was it called? It got bought out by K-Love, and it's the House FM now. Okay. But before then, it might have been The Rock. Awesome. I think okay. it was The Rock. Love that. Yeah. But you would hear songs on there that you're like, whoa, what did they say? And then it was kind of cool to be the Christian kid that listened to them, and you're just like, yeah. it's kind of the edgy one. I don't know if you get Pretty it. cool. Oh, I yeah. Know. <laughs> Is your favorite band Cuss? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> one time, I was a real asshole to a kid one time, because he was like... I don't know, this This music keeps listening to my ha- Christian hard rock, and I was like, I don't know, I guess maybe I'm just a little more on fire for God. <laughs> I said Roasted. that to another guy. Yeah. yeah. In earnest? I, yeah. Ironically? Uh, yeah. Oh, wow. I was like being a huge asshole to him. Damn, you're like, that was some Draco Malfoy shit. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, Connor, if you're listening, I'm sorry. <laughs> But I'm Alex, I've got a surprise really. for you. Dweeb. I invited Connor to the uh, studio. Connor, you fucking dweeb. <laughs> I love that you got meaner to Connor when I brought him out. Because <laughs> the band yeah. was Thousand Foot Crutch. It wasn't even yeah, hard. It wasn't anything, yeah. yeah. No, my church, uh, I'm realizing now that I was both bullied by a kid named Connor and did some bullying to a kid named Connor. Wow. A lot of Connors at Asbury. Wow. Yeah. I mean... I don't know. You can go to the right church where everybody's name is Connor. Yeah. It was one half of the boys were named Connor, and the other half were named Hunter. Yeah. <laughs> That's the Kirk, for yeah. sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. They all took the same online quiz. Is your baby a Hunter or a Connor? <laughs> all right. This next song is called Revolution. Is this the anti-capitalist one? I hope so. Um, It might be. Let me see. What if it's just a Beatles cover? Because <laughs> it could also be the next one. I'll, I'll hold on to I'll keep the title in my pocket. Yeah, I need to hear the chorus. It's very surfy. Yeah. I mean, they are the uh, OC Super Tones. Yeah, very they're surfy, not the no, Minnesota no. Super Tones. <laughs> no, this is not. Yeah, this is just like a mostly instrumental song. Good. Wow. Does, this... every, does every state have a Super Tones? <laughs> <laughs> Does every county have a Supertones? Okay. Who are the Oklahoma County Supertones? 
as like an honorific title. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> probably the. Probably the Flaming Lips, right? Probably They're probably the Oklahoma <laughs> County <laughs> Supertones. <laughs> uh, congrats, Flaming Lips. Um. Ooh. Oh. Yes. This is nice. It's got that spooky organ it's you like. Spooky, yeah, I like spooky organ. It's I the like box anything. Organ. I don't yeah? remember what it's called. That's box made it. I love it. It sounds like uh, there's a ghost in this song. <laughs> <laughs> Song's haunted. Ooh, Ooh fake crowd. Fake or maybe crowd. it's a, maybe it's the whole friggin' band. Yeah, look at how many guys are in They're there. all just hooting and hollering, <laughs> stamping around. They look like Slipknot going to a job interview. Yeah. <laughs> this is my favorite one, hands down, so far. This song? Yeah. I love how it's yeah. composed. It's the, it's the silliest, I think. Oh, definitely. Ooh! Yeah, this is like uh, if like Keenan Thompson lost a baby and he ran around town trying to get it. Yep. And, and Kel Mitchell was not was like around but not helping. Uh-huh. <laughs> this, this is. He it. keeps like pushing the baby. <laughs> this is the episode of Good Burger where they get to meet the B fifty twos. Sauce. <laughs> <laughs> this rules. All right, moving on. Hold the pickles. <laughs> Make it California style. Avocado. <laughs> Not so much lettuce. Avocado. <laughs> Nobody needs that much lettuce. <laughs> you know craziest. burger places. You know. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. That's very relatable. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Up next, health and wealth. Oh, yeah, this is the one. Ooh. They took bit. an instrumental break to yeah. give us the damn message. They really are so tight. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and it sounds like they're talking about the church, like, being a political force and, and how they don't like it. Yeah. Um, well... Whoa. Love it. It's it's a, yeah. It's it's an i an ironic. Yeah. Uh, they're being ironic. They're yeah. doing an ironic Joel Osteen anthem. Mm. Yeah. Strong. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> 
Yeah, these dudes are on the button with this one. Yep. Whoa. Yeah, they're not they're not interested in debating in the marketplace of ideas. This is great. <laughs> this rules. All right, well, regretfully, we have to leave this song for our next and final song, Refuge, parentheses, in conclusion. Ooh. You all re- will remember this moment at the Christian Rock concerts that you went to. Yes. Ooh. Yep. Yep. Ooh. If anybody out there tonight is uh, kind of feeling like they need to come forward, yep. then uh, absolutely, the time to do that would be the time to do that would be until I'm done playing this song. <laughs> um, a very specific window. Yeah. Otherwise, meet me at the merch table. Yeah. <laughs> you can you can meet me at the merch table. Witness you right there. <laughs> Send you over the hoodie yeah. if you uh, provide thirty dollars. Yeah. Father God, I just want to say. <laughs> Thank you all for bringing us all here. We've had a, an amazing week. We've all changed, I think, uh, together. We all saw the video on the screen that compiled the, the week and <laughs> the good times. I know I saw each and every one of you in that video. We made sure. <laughs> and I just want to say, if you feel compelled, um, just come forward here. Uh, I will be holding my hand out and just put however much money you want to into it. Uh, whatever's, it can on be whatever's on your heart. I'll blindfold myself. I'll blindfold I won't look. Myself. I won't look. And, uh, you know, once, once that's done, we'll uh, see about getting y'all saved, huh? <laughs> I'll see what strings I can pull with a big man, you know what I mean? <laughs> I might be able to get the top. What do you, what do you think? <laughs> the top five donors saved. I can do that. <laughs> oh, wait. Last ten seconds. Good A major. Right, I, don't, yeah. I, I don't know if I'm right, but it'd be cool if I was. A yep. major on the end. Well, gang, that's been the album. Hmm. How how are we how are we feeling about it? Oh, we should uh add one of these songs to Digital Heaven. Yeah, so we have a we, Nick, we have a playlist on okay. Spotify called Digital Heaven. That's amazing. Where uh we <laughs> we immortalize one song from every album we cover in the cloud forever. <laughs> and it's up to us to choose. Where it can never be disturbed. <laughs> Nothing from the cloud is ever lost. <laughs> oh man. Do you think one gets to go to digital heaven? I think so. That's I, an honor. I, I don't know. <laughs> my, bias, my bias is clear. Um, yeah, mine too. I mean, health and wealth is a communist anthem. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty good. cool. Pretty good. <laughs> but also, <laughs> hey, guys, what if, we, um, what if we just made people who actually listen to this playlist mad and just put the uh, Scott instrumental on there? <laughs> I mean, that's my favorite one. <laughs> I like that one a lot. Yeah, there's a lot of reasons. I, I don't think you should feel bad about putting the ska instrumental on there. Yeah? I'm imagining the type of person who might get mad and, if- and how funny it would be to make that person mad. <laughs> <laughs>
What if we made this the first time ever that we put two songs in digital <laughs> app in, and it was this album? Well, if it's the instrumental one, it has to be the, what's the last one called again? Refuge. Refuge. So you have, to put, you have to put Refuge and then the instrumental one. <laughs> Maybe put two of them out there. Which one's the, is, is oh, it's. It's Revolution. Okay. Yeah. And I will say, Health and Wealth is very cool. I wish it went harder. Sure. It could go a little harder. Now, lyrically sure. or band-wise? So- sonically. Yeah. Harder. Band-wise, yeah. you're asking a lot. Yeah. <laughs> like, they they kind of gave it. I mean, you listen to their other their stuff after this, and they they went a little bit too hardcore. And I was oh, like, whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. There's some songs without horns. What? Yeah. Why? Whoa. I thought, you, I thought you meant lyrically hardcore. Whoa, no, no, like no, no. Just, <laughs> just, like, just like really violent or <laughs> horny. The, the, <laughs> the, the title track on their next, on uh, Revenge of the OC Supertones is Shoot Cops. <laughs> <laughs> but you have to listen to the whole song. There's yeah. a positive message like, behind it, okay? Yeah, it's about turning the other cheek and, yeah. uh-huh. and carrying a cop's pack for a mile instead of uh-huh. two. Yeah. <laughs> so. And then and then here comes their second track, No Really God Wants You to Kill Cops. <laughs> <laughs> it's very nuanced. There's like a thing. <laughs> so what what are we doing? Revolution or health and wealth? I mean, I'm I'm not objective enough to pick the song. I just I, I think that's why we well. I'm I'm kind of stuck on Revolution now. All I right, think it's got to be Revolution. Revolution. Add to playlist because there's even sort of a screen, uh, like a the Digital crowd thing. Heaven. Yeah. No, don't add it to fuck playlist. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Actually, add it to fuck playlist. No, I'm not gonna add it to fuck playlist. Why not? Fuck playlist is. Uh, <laughs> It's my playlist that I made, and it's every album by the B-52s <laughs> in a row, and then in between each of those albums, it plays Mr. Boombastic by Shaggy. <laughs> Man. It's not very effective, but I like it a lot. <laughs> there is not a human being on Earth with ska in their fuck playlist. <laughs> Did I ever tell I, can, you? I can't conceptualize the person. <laughs> I tried to get this to work <laughs> yeah. on stage for a while, actually. That uh, Just the idea that nobody has ever fucked to Walking on Sunshine. Because <laughs> how... How could you? Is Walking on Sunshine Ska? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, it is. Also, Livin' La Vida Loca is Ska. <laughs> wow. Let me just... Yeah, let's hear, let's, see it. Let's hear the Ska song, Livin' La Vida Loca. <laughs> Love the Ska song, Livin' La Vida Loca. It's the first song on the playlist I made for when I host Bingo. Yeah. <laughs> It's my number one song. (laughs) Pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. (laughs) 
yeah. The upstrokes are there? Yeah. yeah. It sings about voodoo. <laughs> this is the most important discovery of the night, guys. Living the Vita Loca is ska. <laughs> What's with that face? What's yeah. that spaghetti western-ass face? <laughs> just a bad production choice. Oh, no, I think it was a perfect production choice. I'm just saying. Why? I don't know. I love this song. All right, anyway. Yeah, you just kind of blew my mind a little bit. Because <laughs> yeah. you said it, and I immediately thought of the horns. I was like, yep. Wow. Yep. You're right. Now I just need... <laughs> oh, man. Now I just want to make a ska playlist and catalog all of the non-ska songs that are ska, actually. That's a project I would work on. There's got to be one in, like, a Disney movie. Definitely. Definitely, sure. definitely, definitely. Yeah. Uh, well, this is something we can work out uh, yes. off mic. We've, uh, we've kept you long enough, Nick. Do you, uh, do you have any final, um, like, words in defense of the album before mm. we raid? In defense of the album... You know, <laughs> I don't. I was shocked by... You, you, it speaks for itself? <laughs> well, it speaks for itself. Yes, and I'll leave it at that. Okay. <laughs> I'm excited to hear your all's thoughts, though. Yeah, it is now time for final judgment. Final judgment. <laughs> so, Nick, the, the way our rating system works here on the Praise Down is uh, we, um, we rate out of 12 disciples... <laughs> But careful now. Keep in mind, yeah. one of them's Judas. There's a problem. Yeah, <laughs> one of them's Judas. One of them's a one of them's a stinker. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so keep that in mind when putting together your rating. Okay. Hmm. Um, who would like to go first? I can go first. Okay. Uh, I I will notice that. We spent a lot of time talking over the songs about stuff that wasn't the songs, and that's always an indicator to me <laughs> of an album that like doesn't hook. Hmm. Okay. Us. Now it's gr it was very good background goofing music. Um, I think that's I, okay. Let me let me step in for um, the original content supertones here. Um, <laughs> Very original, but um, I think I think we all came down with a case of the ska frenzy. Oh mm. my gosh, you're right. You know when you play ska and you just get um, kind of amped? You get squirrely. Yeah, you get squirrely and you get amped. You know what? Wow. We got whipped into we got whipped into an old case of the ska frenzy. That's you guys. why I'm sweating. Which means okay. that did. they did their job. Yeah. They did great. Yeah. We we all had a great time listening to them. <laughs> we it facilitated a really fun conversation. Yeah, and um, doctors have been talking about ska frenzy since like 1855. The horns were great. Uh, they used to put you to death for having it. I think they would just push you out on a boat. Yeah, into the ocean. Uh, he's got the ska frenzy. I think some of these songs are too long. I think okay. some. I think some of them are too long. Uh, I think if you're going to jump around this much stylistically, you can't spend that much time on each song, because then it okay. it ruins the. the you can kind of see the seams a little bit. Right. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Very insightful. It's a good note. That said. <laughs>
seven, and a Judas. The Judas is for the songs being too long. <laughs> the Judas can be for anything, by the way. Yeah. I love this radio. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. It's fun. Um, okay. Seven and a Judas. I'll right just, there. I'll just... Um, I'll start with what I like about it. Um, is it a perfect album? No. Right. But is it good Christian ska? Yes. Yes. Is there a uh, is there a communist banger on there? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Are they? Is this their first album? I think this is their second. Okay. So they've tightened it up from something. Or it might be their third. Or it may even like. I think they started in '95. This one came out in '97. Okay. Because like. This kind of feels like this. It feels sort of stylistically in a sort of wild west area, right? Yes. Which, uh, I mean, I think a big thing in like the late '90s was also to like see how many genres you can collect, right? And uh, perform sufficiently. So I, I don't feel too uh, compelled to. Um, ding them for doing something everybody was doing um <clears throat> even though it does bug me some um so and and i think and i think beyond that i mean we mentioned the ska frenzy the entire album was fun definitely um for myriad reasons but there was something the songs were not the same which uh is a is a Play, which is a plague that riddles ska, sa yeah. sameness, right? Yes. So they managed to be, to give us entertainment without being samey, which is, uh, which, like, like every other ska band, you know? Um, so, I don't know, it, 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 it hits too many, it hits too many buttons for me that, um, are like undeniably positive. Yeah. So I'm giving it a 10 without a Judas. Whoa. Hell yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. You know what? I'm revising mine. Uh, I, I was, as you were saying that, uh, I think an eight with a Judas. Okay. <laughs> my, yeah. The Judas edition is and, just kidding me. And his heart grew three <laughs> sizes that day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, you all have some interesting thoughts on it. I was in revisiting it today. I was shocked by the melodies because yeah. mm -hmm. I think that the melodies hold their own when he's not rapping, of course, sure, you know, sure. but, yeah. um, the melodies are awesome. The horn lines are awesome. That was something that we noticed. Um, and, but you know, at the same time, the variety, there is a lot of variety, but the variety is superficial. It's kind of like, Oh, a ska band tries this style of yep. music. It's yeah, not a development sure. of their sound, something to be expected for, a Christian rock band. Sure. Yeah. Um, so I don't feel the need to do it objectively. So revisiting it, I was just shockingly, I was just surprised at how much I still liked it. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm going to give it eight disciples, but hmm, I'm going to give it a Judas. Okay. 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 Just because, you know, they earned it. <laughs> they did. Sure. listen to they the album. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's like a very fun time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah. The, it's, yeah, interesting record. Yeah. It's, it was just kind of like, 
having the childhood I had, that was a pretty made for me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right, exactly. Album. That checks out. Uh, lots of mozzarella sticks. Oh yeah, um, I love. That. I'm gonna remember that. That's amazing. it's like it's so good. <laughs> Scott plays in my head when I see mozzarella sticks now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's a blessing. Yeah, I, I'm thankful every day for it. <laughs> uh, so, Nick, where can uh, where can we enjoy the things that you've made, and where can mm. you be found? Online. Online. So, if online interaction is a thing that you, it's not enjoy. something that I really do unless you want to hire me. So, okay. Well, oh, okay. That's but then the, if people want to hire the you, the best kind of online interaction. Mm-hmm. So yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I should probably post more things, but it's weird. If you write music for films, it's like a minute long, and so mm. it's like, all right, this does feel weird, like putting out a minute track. Um, mm. So. I'm on Instagram, just at Nick Poss. So, cool. Are you cool? Yeah, you can message me on there if you want to hire me. All right, but not otherwise. Otherwise, yes. Come on. Otherwise, otherwise, don't DM Nick. Yeah, he's a busy man. He's got a family. Just like his photos, like you've been there before. (laughs) Yeah, like my photos, please. Be nice. That makes me feel good. Yeah. Come on. Um, Everyone loves a good photo. Like it's hard to find a balance. I'm sure that you all deal with it too being performers it's like you yeah. want your instagram to be like hey i'm a real person but also it is a way that people contact yep. you for other things so yeah i always just feel like such a freaking billboard though sometimes yeah. it's like, i use my facebook for billboard stuff and then my mm-hmm. twitter for the real dumb bullshit <laughs> yeah yeah i mean yeah nick get a twitter if you're feeling claustrophobic online okay. please do yeah I, I, yeah i've thought about it it just seems like so much Effort. Yeah, it's an easy place to get mad. Yeah, definitely. Well, it's a too. great place yeah. to get mad. That too. But I mean Twitter, a great place <laughs> to get mad. I just used the praise down Twitter while we were uh recording to tweet let me see, I don't remember what it was because it was so dumb. Uh our favorite video game is Five Irons at Frenzies. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to think I wrote that. (laughs) (laughs) They're going to think I wrote that. And I'm going to cut out the part where I said I wrote it. (laughs) You should get on your personal Twitter and just say, Heath, what did you do this? (laughs) It'll be an amazing hoax. Okay, I'm going to do it. No, I'll do it after the podcast. Frenzygate, yeah. (laughs) Um, Well, all right. We've, um, we've, We've done the thing show, you guys. Um, we gotta we gotta give thanks to a few mm-hmm. people before we say goodbye. Uh, I want to give thanks to Nick for being on the show. It was a lot of fun. I had a really good time. Yeah, thank you all for having me on. It's an honor. I've heard about it, and I was wondering why I wasn't contacted yet. And I was like, damn it, those guys better hit me up. Yeah, we, and it took a road trip for it to happen, I but know. it happened. It, it's it's nothing like there's nothing like uh, running a podcast that makes you forget everybody you know. Right. Yeah. <laughs> the day before you have to record something. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I would like to give thanks to Jarvix for our theme song. Oh man, mm-hmm. that's li- awesome! Yeah, he's great. I love him. I uh, I'd like to give thanks to Molly Devine for the talk in the walk stinger. I'd like to give thanks to Wampus Reynolds for the tune talk stinger. And I would like to give thanks for uh, to Cameron Brewer for uh, our outro song, Holy Ghost Riding the Whip. And I would like to give thanks to Good Trash Media for being our podcast daddies. Ow. (laughs) And all that's left to do is uh, get out of here the same way we always get out of here. Yep. 
with our catchphrase. You all know it. When your sandals are rubbing your toes raw, be sure to... Um, put, uh, when your sandals are rubbing your toes raw, put some socks on over those sandals and then put that whole mess in a big old boot. <laughs> Bye everybody. What what the whip? 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 What what the wh